Ramble. Welcome to the Tripod. We are the Tri Guys. You got Zach. You got Keith. You got Ned. Eugene is on a family vacation for the fourth. You got Miles B sitting in the big boy chair to ask us questions. We have been on the road for three weeks now. You've been listening to our podcast, but actually you've been listening to uh, what we call some, some, uh, what do they call it? Backdated episodes. Yeah. Golden treasures. There's a rerun. There's a special word for it. It's like back pocket, uh, uh, cat cash. No. Anyway, it's early. My brain is broken. Okay, in the last three weeks, we're going to talk about it all today. We went to New York. We went on tour. We had a book come out. We have seen way too much of each other, and we have been in 10 different cities. We've got stories. No, 11 different cities. 12 different cities. A lot of cities. cities. We've got stories to tell. First up. What pop culture did I miss in the last three weeks? Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Miles, what uh, happened? Uh, Lil Nas is gay now. Really? Lil Nas yeah. well, Was he always well, gay? Or? I don't know. Oh, I'm he sure was he always was. Gay, but he, he, but came he came out. out as gay. He came out. That was really cool. Yeah. Congratulations. I actually, I, one, I love how he did it. And I also love, I feel he is, he needs to be studied as the greatest <laughs> social media He He's a meme lord for sure. He's unbelievable. <laughs> um, I have so much respect for him. I'm not kidding yeah. at all. I think he is brilliant. He the, tweeted out this morning. Uh, oh, so that's what he meant by ride till I can't no more. And the reaction <laughs> video was someone going, ah, ha, ha. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And I was like, you are brilliant, Didn't sir. people try to cancel him this week or last what? week? Why? There was a cancel. There was a whole. Oh, that's the pop culture that we missed. Yeah. I don't really know what happened, but like BTS fans apparently tried to cancel oh, X. Army, you're too aggressive. I don't know what happened. I'm not going to talk to the army. Yeah, negative or positive. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I, want I saw that the uh, the BTS mobile game was number one on the charts. What's the I game don't know what the game of? is, but I imagine it's like you just hang out with your friends, BTS, go shopping. I, I keep saying we should be a pop star. The Try Guys um, mobile game where it's just like we're paper dolls, and you just put us in different outfits that we've worn, That's and cute. then you come up with your own quote. And you put it out on the internet. That sounds mm. good. Right? You dress me up as a bumblebee and Love say, that. I'm stinging all night, girl. Mm. And then you can be like, oh, I'm a try guy. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me go. You're a little yeah. bumblebee. You dress me up as a, a toilet. bumblebee. You dress me up as a toilet and say, oh, shit's crazy. <laughs> and then <laughs> you put me on the internet. There you go. You're a try guy. It now. would just <laughs> make little pictures? Like you're talking yeah, about? like it's, it's like weird dolls. And you can play dress up okay. with us. Yeah, sure. and, but then there's a, a quotable element. A caption. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I do I think we should make a mobile game. I don't think that's the game we should make. So if no. you guys have any better no, games. No, but Zach, it's we're dolls yeah. and you dress us. Right, I get and it. And there's a quote like element. Oh, okay. I'm in. Okay. Cool. I think it's actually a great idea, especially if it was like a almost like the random Pokemon generator. If it was you took yeah. a random try guy image in a random like costume and you combine them and it just gives you a random quote. <laughs> what? What? I saw some screen caps of that Pokemon generator. What's going on with that? Is it just a? Uh... I'm looking at you, Miles. You're supposed Pokemon to be... Pokemon generator? You're supposed to be up on everything. Well, E3 was right before you guys That's left. That's not what so. I'm talking about. All right, cool. 
It's, it's, uh, it's great. It's uh, new Halo trailer does look good. Wait, is there <laughs> is there video game news? Uh, there's a lot of video game news. I mean, it all happened sort of uh, in between when we recorded podcasts. There's a new Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah, game. the Breath of the Wild gonna sequel. Be dope. It's going to use the That's same engine. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. Wow, I missed everything. A lot of exciting stuff. Uh, no, there's some oh, Pokemon generator. I got invited to okay. an Overwatch live match. <laughs> And I think I'm gonna go. Are you like, gonna compete or watch? Well, I think I'm just gonna watch, but maybe, <laughs> maybe it's like a gateway to me competing. Right. <laughs> ah, that got it started kind of cool and got way less cool. Yeah, as it no, went on. pretty cool though. Pretty cool. I feel. Like oh, you guys think I would compete? Oh, oh, I don't know about that. Oh, can I don't you know compete in Overwatch? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You fight against each oh, other. Yeah. I think the point is the friends that we make along the way. That's what I always that's, thought. Well, that's why you can get the Try Guys app with Dress Up Dolls. I'm telling you, I think it's a good idea. I think you could do like an Earthbound thing, but with like Keith, Ned, that Zach, and so Eugene. Much I think it could be we like could just a, get a fan yes, to develop 100%. It. If we made an RPG, it's perfect, right? <laughs> yeah, you pick us I up want. along the way. Yeah. You start as Zach because right. yeah. uh, he's the chosen one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's always oh, how it is. This is huge. I found out recently that I'm an uwu. What does that Why mean? do you keep saying this? What does this mean? <laughs> you, this is I, like I'm, you're pandering. I'm super excited about it. What I, is it? Well, I don't think... Well, I think I'm misusing it. I think you're supposed to just be uwu. You, I don't oh. think you can be a uwu. Well, yeah. But it's, mm. a, so it's, course. it's an adorable emoticon. Mm. Just picture it. A U-W-U. It's like a cute little thing going... And then you can also be an, an O... <laughs> and you can also be an owu with your eyes open where you're kind of more like... You're kind of more like... Oh. Right. Oh wow! So that's me. I would be like to be referred to exclusively as uwu from now on. Is it's like a, in a, a new emoji? It's not a new emoji. It's more just it? like a, a way of being. It's and an emoticon. Mm-hmm. You, you type it out. Pre, I'd say either you get it or you <laughs> yeah. don't get it, and it sounds like you guys don't get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It sounds like you don't. Oh no, I get. get it. No, I get yeah, it. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I I def get okay, it. Okay, sure, sure. I def get it. and I'm not just saying it because it sounds funny. Yeah. Uh huh. So mm-hmm. on tour, you guys are just on this <laughs> insane thing. Are you exhausted? Did you have anything stupid happen? Well, do you want to go back even before the tour? Because before the tour, we went to New York and did uh, three days of of PR and interviews and meet and greets and we have a we had a book come out our new book is in stores right now and yeah between now and then we are between now, now between then, now and then, and then. <laughs> who wants to hit him with the big news we are new york times number one best-selling <laughs> author that's right. These yes. idiots that you're listening to right now are number one on the book charts. I'm so excited. This is a lifelong dream come true. I thought writing a book was a lifelong dream. Becoming a New York Times bestseller was like a, an impossible dream. And becoming number one on the list, I didn't even think was possible. You know what's funny, though? Unless is that your name's J.K. Rowling. We were, we were uh, backstage at one of our shows when we found out that we were number one. And... I think you guys were talking of like, this wasn't even in my language to be a dream. No, like, I, like I, writing a book, dream come true, yeah, always like a probably dream. Probably nobody reads it. Right. Or just, just making a book, but to, and having a successful book, also amazing. To be number one 
Never even. It never it's occurred to me as Somebody an op- showed up and said, we'd like to give you the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was not part of my uh-huh. uh, pictured agenda of, <laughs> of accolades. You know, like I, I never thought I would get that one. So I didn't even think like I should try to. You know, I never, that just didn't seem like a possible thing. I thought thing. I would win a Grammy before being a <laughs> right. bestseller. I've won a Grammy. I've won a Grammy. You won a Grammy? I won a Grammy because my Wait, what are you talking about? So the Grammys have, there's. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You've won Wait, a what? Grammy? Yes. What? Technic- so technically, yeah. And uh, and quite officially. Are you the closest to an EGOT? Yes, I am. Um, How'd you win a Grammy? My high school. And also, why do you keep saying technically? (laughs) (laughs) Because it was because like the Grammys have lots of awards. Okay, paint a picture. Tell us a whole story. In high school, uh, my high school band, my senior year, after I had moved to Illinois, my band at Nico Valley High School, uh, and the whole music program, you high schools can submit. Um, basically full concerts that they've done on their program sometime in the year to the Grammy Association and say, we think that our high school uh, music program is among the best, if not the best, in the country. Wow. And we won a Grammy for our high school music. And I played on the concert that was submitted for the Grammy. So I technically am a, a recipient of like one... You know, three hundredth of that Grammy. <laughs> is your name wow. on the Grammy certificate, or did you're just your no, high it's just the, it's the just the pro, it's just the music program. I'm gonna say you definitely won a Grammy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I won a Grammy. Yep. Wow, that's awesome. The, the thing that sucked is that the next year, part of winning the Grammy also meant they got to like go to Europe and play music, but I had graduated, so the next <laughs> class got the, got oh, the that's trip. Oh, such bullshit. And it's like, oh, man. Oh, man. Everyone knows that's what happens when you win a Grammy. You get to go to Europe and, and play music. That's risky, because what if all the good kids graduated, and it's just like... Luckily, the pro the program was really good, and mm-hmm. like uh, it's a, that band I was playing in played gave it to harder music and was better than, I think, even the college band that I played in. Wow. It was just... Unbelievable, and a lot. Almost all those people are professional musicians now. So, Whoa, so really you good. are a Grammy award-winning New York number one <laughs> New York Times best-selling sh- streamy mm-hmm. recipient mm-hmm. Webby award-winning <laughs> internet idiot <Yes. laughs> podcast uh-huh. host. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. What a multi-hyphenate you are. Yeah, I know. And oh you eat God. stuff. And I eat stuff now, mostly. Wow. How do you have any awards that I should know about? You, you didn't so. win like a Peabody Award for chemistry? No. <laughs> I mean, like I was a National Merit Scholar. That's pretty good. That's Wait, but, that's really good. What? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. I've it's, heard that thrown around. Most my, of the people at my school. My are. brother is a National Merit Scholar. What does well. that mean? I've heard it, but I don't know what it is, which means I'm not one. I think it just means I'm good at school. Oh, hmm. so you just have like a good GPA? There's a bunch of different it's like, things. It's GPA, it's test, GPA scores, test scores, it's and then it's also like... Is this high school or college? High, high school. school. That makes more sense. Hmm. I won the... I was a, an Intel Science Fair semifinalist. I, I won the uh, Westchester... in that one. Yeah. <laughs> that one's not as exciting. I won <laughs> the Westchester County Halloween window painting contest in fourth grade. That's, That's pretty big. dope. That's I pretty got, dope. I got, I got a trophy. What was your painting? I got a trophy with a witch on it. She was riding a broom. It was this painting of a little boy looking through a window, and there was a Grim Reaper standing outside. It was very oh, creepy. That's very edgy. Yeah. yeah was, how old were you? I was in fourth grade. I was an edgy kid. Oh, okay, okay. That's that's old. I, I thought I heard kindergarten for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of blood. Like I was a four-year-old, and you're painting the Grim Reaper. 
pretty intense. No, he had blood dripping off his scythe into a jack-o'-lantern that was overflowing with blood. Ew. Yeah, it was gross. It was Halloween, man. You gotta be be creepy. Spooky. Yeah. Spooky spooky stuff. Okay, so we went to New York. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We did what felt like 40 interviews in two days. Mm -hmm. Do you remember how many we did? I would say the book tour was more overwhelming than the tour tour. Yes. Maybe overwhelming isn't quite the right word, but Uh, like it was, it was, it was, we were, there was like 14 hour days to 10 no break. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We got to eat dinner at 10 p.m. We got to eat lunch. Yeah, a lot of missed meals. Maybe 3.30. But the tour itself, we kind of had most of the morning free to explore each city and like be like, hello, Cleveland. Mm Mm-hmm. Hello, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit was adorable. Hello, Milwaukee. Milwaukee was never adorable. Been before. I had a lobster roll in Milwaukee. That's Are great. they known for lobster rolls? <laughs> no. <laughs> but you know what? It was fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. I, and it was 15 bucks. Quite affordable for like, it's, I think I had two whole lobsters in that sandwich. It mm. was nuts. It so, was great. So right after doing our book tour, we're just jumping all around. We went, we started our nationwide tour we have this live show called legends of the internet that we'll tell you all about it's super dope but we've been living on a bus uh we had nine shows in 10 days including yeah. seven shows in seven days which no one does uh everyone told us like hey like this is not a good thing for your body you guys are nuts but we went for it and so we were sleep living on a tour bus um every you know you sleep on these bunks while the bus is driving you wake up in a new city and we were in uh, 10 different cities in 10 days. None of those were shows. Mm-hmm. We started in LA, then Phoenix, had a day off in Albuquerque, Denver, Kansas City, Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minneapolis Chicago, Chicago, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Detroit, Cleveland. And we said Kansas City? Yeah. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Kansas was, City was really fun. We ate some good barbecue. We ate some real good barbecue. And then we all felt Joe's heavy. Kansas City. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, we ate it right before our show, and then we went on stage, and you, it was very hard to not just say, hey, Kansas City, <laughs> what's up, what up how you feeling? Also, the venue bought us a platter of barbecue, oh, so we finished best. the show and go back to the room, and there's just a pile of meat, and we're like, oh, no. Yes, <laughs> I feel Lay it on me. I invited Patrick Mahomes to the show. Did it work? No, <laughs> but you know, you got to shoot your shot. <laughs> it was i i was hoping it would work yeah so do you have any top tour tips like you guys have done this you're about halfway through your full tour now for all of the people listening that might go on a tour themselves <laughs> oh hell yeah baby yeah i mm-hmm. did learn a lot one i mean your day totally changes so like we're recording this podcast at mm-hmm. 9 30 and it my rhythm is totally thrown off because yeah, our work day sleep right now yeah our work day i woke up would wake up at 11 or noon mm. You have like your night in the morning where like that's your yeah. time to just kind of de-escalate and be by yourself and refresh. Then uh, our that was work- probably the most disorienting thing. Yep, right because normally your relaxation time is in the evening. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's no. It's dark. You watch TV. You hang out. Whatever. No. Uh, but here, your relaxation time is in the morning where you're used to just waking up early, drinking coffee, and get it going. No. But like you actually, it took me a couple of days to realize this, but. Uh, I actually kind of, kind of force myself to okay, let's be chill, let's sleep in, yep. let's take our time, let's like just like relax and do nothing in the first couple hours of the morning because mm-hmm. you know the rest of the evening is going to be so intense, very mm-hmm. stimulating. Yes, uh, stimulating is a good word for it. <laughs> it really is. Uh, and then you talk about disorienting the bus, the most blackout of blackout curtains. So you don't know if it's eight a.m. or two p.m. Like it. 
It could be anything. You're also in like a double wide coffin. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. basically a tall coffin, <laughs> extra long coffin. And you're like, um, and then uh, you crawl. I'm, I like, I was one of the lucky people who got to sleep on a a lower one. So, but that also meant that I like crawled out of my my den like a spider, and then I get up and I I like have to have coffee, so I would like put on clothes and immediately get out of the bus. Right, but you, you usually have coffee in bed. Yeah, oh, so no. I had to crawl out like a little monster, and I come out of the bus, and it's eleven thirty, so the sun is bright, bright. and you're mm-hmm. walking onto a sidewalk which is white, and you walk onto the sidewalk. I mean, go, think about if you went from bed to sidewalk of a downtown yeah. in two minutes. And everyone else <laughs> Two is, seconds! Two, I mean, but I mean, like, I'm giving them the benefit of two, like, maybe two minutes. And then there's people in business suits walking by, mm-hmm. and you're like a troll who's just rolled out of bed, and you don't know how to get into the theater. Sometimes the theater was the middle of nowhere, and the bus door was, like, ten feet away from the stage door, but sometimes... The bus parked in the middle of a downtown area. Two blocks. <laughs> the stage door was Jesus. two blocks away. This happened in Minneapolis and <laughs> Chicago. Chicago. We get out of the bus in Chicago, and there's the L train right above us. <laughs> we are in the middle of like the red line area downtown. People are like walking, doing their commute thing. Maybe they're getting lunch. It was chaos. I'm pulling this giant suitcase. <laughs> I have a backpack on and a French horn, and someone's like, oh my gosh, I love you. I'm like, I'm not stopping. I got stopped for five <laughs> photos immediately. Still couldn't find where the stage door was, so I just went back in the bus. And cried. <laughs> I tried to figure it out. So you talk about like, tips. What is happening? Mm-hmm. Tip number one is I learned very quickly to have your next day's clothes. There's no pajamas. In, in the world yeah. of touring, you, yep. you you fold up your clothes because the first couple days I would leave the bus like in like sweat shorts and an oversized stained t-shirt, but like people are living life and they right. think you look crazy. Because your uh, suitcase is underneath the bus. There's no space right. for a suitcase in a bus. Mm-mm. We're sleeping in double wide coffins <laughs> over here. Yeah. There's barely room for anything. There's like, barely room for a backpack. Keith, yeah. were you too long for the bed? Thank goodness I was the exact length of the bed, <laughs> which meant I could lay flat on my back uh-huh. and my feet would just barely brush the end okay. of my little coffin. That's the hardest good. thing for me and Ned, I know you had an easier time sleeping once we got into it, but the bus is moving. You know that feeling when you're trying to sleep as the plane is landing mm. and like your just acceleration oh. is going and you're like, okay, I, I'm not, my eyes are closed, but that's, I'm not falling asleep. Mm-hmm. That was every night. <laughs> yeah. And we had some eight hour drives. Which means that, like, you know, you're driving from 12 or 2 till 8 in the morning. So when the bus finally got to location and parked, I I know you felt the same mm-hmm. way, Ned. There was this relief of, like, now I may slumber. And now <laughs> I can actually sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I would be in bed for 10, 11, even 12 hours sometimes. Yep. But I would actually only sleep like for, five like, or 5 or 6. <laughs> yeah. Because the night, I just, like, you're sitting there, it's, like, bouncing back and forth. You're like, okay, well, I'm, I'll just try and fall asleep, and then it's like an hour later, and you're like, okay, well, maybe I'll get a glass of water and then did, try and fall asleep did some it, more. Any of you have any <laughs> hilarious moments caused by your disorientation in your bunk? I have one no. hilarious moment no. where I just like I had kept a lot of. I always went to bed with like a water bottle, yeah, but then throughout the night, I throughout the tour, I had like five <laughs> mostly empty water bottles. Yeah. And there was one morning, it was like six, and I'm trying to find a water bottle with water in. I go empty, 
empty, empty. <laughs> I find one and then I open it and pour it into my mouth. But it was way fuller than I thought. So I just poured water all over <laughs> my face <laughs> and it's still pitch black. Um, and then I'm like drowning because uh, I had like, I had gotten some in my mouth, but then I poured it and then someone in my nose and I'm trying to breathe and swallow, <laughs> trying to swallow the water in my mouth. And also like, I'm like, oh, I guess I'm awake now because I just <laughs> waterboarded myself in my little coffin. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, that was one funny moment. He's not here to talk about it, but Eugene somehow, no matter how late we went to sleep, his body wakes up naturally at 8 a.m. He just, that's what he does yeah, and he for can't him, go back to sleep. when the bus stopped, that's like his body. Good morning. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm jealous. I, I barely explored so many of these cities, but he went to museums every day. He like went on these long walks. Yeah, but some nights he got like three hours of sleep. Well, of yeah, course. Most nights he got three hours. Yeah, I'd say his was not the preferred method for living. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I wish I went to one or two more museums, like maybe. But also I wish I uh, actually could fall asleep when I went to bed. There you <laughs> go. The thing is, it's not a vacation. <laughs> it's not a vacation. Yeah, you are working. Yeah. So like you're, and that's a hard thing to be in a new city and want to explore, but you're really only seeing that area that you're in because to go any further is is almost right. a half an hour drive mm-hmm. is is kind of tough. But from like noon to three, we usually had free, mm-hmm. so that's enough time to go out to lunch someplace. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I had some Minneapolis friends that hosted us at that was their charming. house. That, that was very nice. Oh, lovely a taste of home. My mm-hmm. God, that was they one made of us the, the most delicious the meal. Mm. And then I, I met a buddy for lunch in uh, Milwaukee. We hung out with uh, my friend Pat. Um, I got to give it up. I was so blown away by Milwaukee. It is the most <laughs> charming. I cannot believe. So nice. I love the, Milwaukee. The Riverwalk area. It is gorgeous. Huh. It is the most charming architecture. Very old, but like beautiful buildings. Mm. Uh, nice people. The crowd there was nuts. I think I like places that like me. And Milwaukee liked me very Milwaukee much. Milwaukee was a very heavy Zach, little corn buddy. Uh, oh, sanctuary. really? A lot of corn really babies. heavy Zach enthusiasm yep. there. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I'm, was, I'm yeah. a, the rest of the tour, not so much. Our, <laughs> everybody <laughs> liked all of us, but like there were some cities where, like, oh, this city, like, it's this, a Zach, is, Zach this town. is a Zach town. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is we have these color hoodies that represent the, each of us, and I believe the green hoodie which is mine, is the worst seller of all of them. That's, that's just a little uh, behind-the-scenes tip. For all. You know, and that doesn't shock me. The greens, it's not a color that most people wear. You gotta lime. be, you lime. gotta, you gotta be bold lime. to wear the green. But I'll tell you, in Milwaukee, it was a sea of green. It was like, oh my God, this is where they all went. Every, all 40 of the hoodies that we sold <laughs> went to Milwaukee. We had, it was awesome. Uh, Detroit was also lovely. I remember uh, that like Eugene and I went and there was like this traffic circle and in the middle of it, they had a beach and they had like a bar. So like people were like drinking like beachy cocktails, but it was actually in the middle of a downtown and like a giant traffic circle. Mm-hmm. And constantly there were those people on bikes drinking like uh, the little oh, city yeah. crawlers oh, that are yeah. like little taverns. Person paddling. Taverns. Detroit was Fired I, up. Oh I mean, that Detroit crowd was, was crazy. Insane. Yeah, they were awesome. And and the show, such a fun city. The show is so fun because the show has like a lot of pure comedy, a lot of pure sentimental moments, a lot of pure like, uh, you know, talking about just overcoming things that like might yeah. otherwise beat you down. And then it has a lot of celebration of who you are. The show really has like 
a great spectrum of types of entertainment. And it seems like that the whole show resonates with each city really well, regardless of how they're entering into the show. I feel like we've gone long enough. Do you want to just like tell people what the show actually is? Yeah. We talked about it in such yeah. broad strokes, yeah. you know? It's, it's called The Legends of the Internet. And it begins with this musical number that's very much like a comedy 80s glam rock spectacle. Uh, and this idea is traces the entire history of the internet <laughs> Very all briefly. through time <laughs> until it leads up to the pinnacle of internet comedy. Us! <laughs> <laughs> Which was so funny to me. Like, it's written as a joke, but then every audience that we go to, they're like, fuck yeah, I agree. You are. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool, let's do this. Yeah, and then uh, it goes through and sort of shows, it talks, it sets up that we are legends of different tent poles of the types of content you like on the internet. I represent food. I am the legend of love. Mm. I am the legend of fun. And cats. Yeah. Cats, which is like <laughs> memes, stuff that's just pure enjoyment and, and absurd stuff. And then Eugene is a legend of gay. Gay. Uh, and but that's really about celebrating like drag culture on the internet, about how I think the internet has allowed for more conversations about you know, people who come from different backgrounds or living different lives and a big celebration of all that. And then we use those to their games. There's things from our videos that come to life. But then we also we break off from the Internet and just use it to talk about personal expression. And I think mm -hmm. that's really what the show is ultimately about. It's a it's a live show that makes you laugh till you cry and makes you cry till you laugh. But it was it's such a cool show. And we uh, I mean, our first show was in L.A., which was so special and awesome. Uh, one, because we had pyro, which was the coolest thing we've ever done. Ned, you want to talk about Pyro? Oh, you guys. The the feeling of explosions happening behind you while you're performing live to a crowd of thousands of screaming people was... It's exhilarating. Just, uh, I, I have never felt so alive. We, uh, we, we're, we wanted to have Pyro at every single show, but the budget to get Pyro doubled the tour budget yeah <laughs> so yeah. we we then were like oh, well maybe we do it like Some three times don't even times? allow it a lot of the theaters that we're doing don't allow it because we're mm. we're in these amazing classic theaters and every single one is unique and different which makes every show special and unique mm -hmm. um i mean one we literally the dna of the show changes it's it uh we, yeah, we bring a lot of audience members on stage to yeah. interact with. Somebody always gets to be a live contestant on Fuck, Mary Kill, mm -hmm. where they get to, uh, like, if anyone saw our old Fuck, Mary Kill with distorted voices, uh, they get to pick who they want to fuck, Mary and kill. But they don't know who's who. But they don't who. know who's who, because all the voices sound like this. Yeah, uh, that we have. Um, there are even parts of the show that have changed from the beginning show yeah. to now. Like we, it's we just totally changed the segment because it was fun for us. Because we're like, okay, well, this the audience is enjoying this, but I think they'd like this a little bit more. Well, so we, we set. It's funny you set up like now. Yeah, I bet you think we're gonna do this, and everyone screams. It's like, well, we're gonna do this. I'm like, oh, they think they seem to have been way more excited about that other idea. So we've really let the audience tell us what the show should be in its best form. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then. We're, yeah, we're just constantly playing with how we do stuff. We we have this great fan fiction script, and then now it's we're at this place where like we, an improv there's so much improv in it, but now we're like improving even away from the script. Yeah. And like we, we sort of threatened how the whole scene ended with the, one of our recent performances, which was super fun, uh, because now we're so comfortable in the show that it's allowing us to throw curveballs to one another on stage mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we, we can hit all those curveballs and we can make it into something really new and fun. Yeah. We keep calling Eugene 
sweetie or sugar pie or something else <laughs> in, the, in the like in the opening number we've started just lobbing confusing things at eugene eugene brings down the house with oh a, yeah uh epic dance lip sync that's queer icons throughout history it's follows amazing. the entire history so of cool. people who have influenced queer culture and it is just like switches genres like on a dime and it's the most down the house it's the most like all, all the vidcon performances you've seen online uh, it, like from that us. from that us. yeah from yeah. us it, it's very like this unique uh lots of quick changes lots of multimedia coming together so it feels like it in itself it's its own little show yeah like it, it's yeah. it's kind of like the closing number of the show and then we have a full closing number after <laughs> yeah that. yeah, and yeah. Then we have another number after that so <laughs> the show is super fun and it keeps on going and we really started to hit a stride around kansas city i would say denver mm -hmm. you don't think denver was like the initial like oh this audience denver, is awesome for sure but, but then but... between denver and kansas city we we changed some things that i oh, think that's made when the we show. changed okay mm -hmm. yeah yeah all right, then yeah, I'll, that checks out. <laughs> Denver was still maybe the most fun. Denver I was a magical had. show. Yeah, there's still tech issues. We had a, then, we've had like, a lot of tech issues throughout the tour. Mm. Like our we so we have these things called in ears that mm. are these custom mold headphones, and you do it because you can't hear playback over the crowd, and and when you do hear music, it's actually reverberating back to you. So there's a delay on that. So you have these in ears so that you can actually sing to the music on time. Uh, in the first show at LA. Our in-ears were broken the entire first song. So we're up there and we're waving wildly. The, the show starts with um, the curtain closed and like our silhouettes. And it goes one by one. And so Keith's in silhouette and we're all waving, motherfucker. And then, then Ned has to recover and then he holds still. <laughs> and then it's his silhouette and we're waving like, gosh, I have nothing. And they're like, yeah, good. Giving us thumbs up. Good show. We're like, no, fuck you. No, no, no we can't hear Actually, the music. Actually, you can see it in the Craziest Eugene's. Week Ever video. Eugene Eugene's moves. silhouette. He's like, <clears throat> you can see his hands are up and then he like resets to the like pose with two fists down all stoic and still, which is I, what we choreographed. I think I ran off stage either once or twice during the opening number and like slapped the table and I was like, I have fucking nothing. Because mm -hmm. I knew that they could still hear me. I, you know, just because your microphone's live the whole show, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like your speakers are oh, that was so terrifying. quiet, but your microphone's mm -hmm. live, so you can't tell anyone what's going on. Yeah. So we my uh, my microphone went out in, I think, Denver, Kansas City. I think it was Kansas City that my yeah. or maybe it was maybe no, it was, Denver. it was Denver. My microphone went out. It was really for the cool. entire first number, and I was like, "Oh fuck, oh fuck!" So I was just projecting and yelling as loud as I could so oh, people could hear so me. So Ned runs off stage I run off to get stage it done. And I break, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, come on, come on, my mic's not working." Out. And they're like fussing with the cables, and I'm like, "Just give me a hand." And then Mike. on stage, it goes to "Legend of Love," and it's very clear that it's building up where Keith goes. Then Eugene goes, then Zach goes, and it's like, it's Ned's it's, turn. It's his like, section. I have to go. And they're like fussing with the hand mic. I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm like, I have to go now. Sorry, guys. I don't have time. You don't know if it was fixed or not. And then and from the crowd, you just hear one person go, come on, come Ned. on, Ned. So then I just walk out to the center of stage. Runs out. No idea if my mic is fixed or not. And I just say, I am Ned, and I am the legend of love. And magically, my mic started working again, it was, and everyone it goes nuts. Yeah, it, it was, was awesome. It was so good. It's like, yes, he did it. Yeah, and at that point, it was very much like it, it, the audience was just so on board and engaged with what was going on. And we were, you know, we had gotten through. Every time you get through a mistake uh, in so the show, more. the rest of the show is so much more fun because you know that well, I've already had a mistake and the show's still going great. So mistakes are not going to stop this show from being good. 
And it just gives you this extra confidence. Kind of gives you more adrenaline, too. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, yeah, I'm unstoppable, like, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Real show well, must is, go on mentality. Yeah. <laughs> so our, our show is extremely multi- multimedia heavy. There's this video wall that goes the entire time. There's, uh, you know, interplay of music and sound effects and, and images. And during the L.A. show, the whole system crashed. And we had to delay the show oh. 45 minutes or so and almost didn't have anything. And like at the last second, they like put wires together and it magically fixed. I don't know how. The second show, the Phoenix show, I have this uh, this piece that's reliant on video and music. And about 40 seconds into it, it froze. And it just stopped. And all the lights go up. And it's just like we're and I'm just like in the middle of a thing in a performance. And so I just I just had to roll with it. And I we finished the number acapella with the whole audience. It ended up being very special. Oh, I'm backstage and they're like, we'll have to start it over again. I'm like, you can't start it over again. We just got to plow through Yeah, it we just got to go. <laughs> yeah, like halfway through. That was a moment actually where like the worst thing that could ever happen happened. It was just me alone on stage. The media failed. I was in dead silence and then I made it work and it was mm-hmm. special. Yeah. And so from that point forward, I was like, I'm the fucking king <laughs> of the world. Because leading up to the LA show, I was physically nauseous. I was so anxious. Like my body hurt. I couldn't believe it. And then after that, I was never nervous again. So you just started singing. Uh, what number was it? Uh, do I want to spoil it? I guess oh, I don't, you don't spoil it. But it spoil just about everything else. We're yeah, I have we're gonna, I'm sure we'll change it. For the second leg of the tour. That anyway. is true. We are changing it, but it's uh, it's during the fun section. We do this karaoke bit, oh, right. where we have right, everyone right. sing along, and the idea is to let yourself look a little foolish and have mm-hmm. fun. Right. But the song just stopped, <laughs> uh, which it ended up being very magical. But then also, then Eugene's intro to the gay section also failed, and it didn't just fail that like there was like boom, the Mac error, and then all of a sudden you saw a Mac desktop <laughs> projected yep. on the screen, and, and a, the whole like crowd a Mac logo as he's restarting this system and projected. The whole, cr- the whole crowd goes, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> It was really funny though. I think I had blocked that out from my memory because I remember in my head I'm like, I feel like Phoenix didn't go as well, but I don't remember why. And now I had the outcome. I was very upset. But so so Ned and Keith are backstage preparing for this big Eugene number. Eugene is in this whole costume and like to come out right then would have fucked it up. So I had just gone off stage from this, go right back on stage, and I just described the video package to everybody. <laughs> but again, it like it felt mm-hmm. real, it felt raw, and the audience was was on board. And our ability to just roll with the punches has been huge this tour. Mm-hmm. I even know uh, Ned and I have this one little moment where we cut, we enter from s- different sides of the stage, and we have to cross each other. But the first show, we're like, oh, this stage is so much longer than we've ever done. And so there was just a look in our eyes, and without saying or doing anything, we're like, we're not going to cross. Mm-hmm. And it's little changes like that mm-hmm. where we know the show well enough, we know each other well enough, where you can throw a wrench in our way, and we adjust. It's just like special things happen. Like, uh, we have this one fan question segment at the very end, which usually is like a sentimental mm-hmm. kind of question. Oftentimes people ask like, you know, what, what, how do you, how do you what do we like the about each other the most? Working? Yeah. Like that. Uh, but uh, in one of the shows, a girl asked Keith, can you sit on my lap? <laughs> <laughs> and oh. the crowd it went was wild. Magic. It was so funny. Better <laughs> than <laughs> any moment we ever could and have so planned. And so she did Keith's uh, lap sitting face. Yeah. <laughs> and then I he sat in her lap. Slowly. It was incredible. Yeah. It was really fun. And and I, I think that 
the what makes the show so fun is that it really is you are a part of that show as an audience member there's so much that is reliant on the audience in the show and it really does feel like we are making a show with, the with audience them, yeah. every night and there are a lot of things that will be the same every night but then there's a lot of things that just totally change it's fun to do i'm actually really excited that we get to do it 11 more times i'm so amped i'm <laughs> yeah, so 11 amped. more shows yeah, it's crazy. And i, I want to say something just because we were talking about the tech errors so from a technical perspective we had all these issues but we haven't had a bad show yet even yes. Phoenix were like, yes. the worst thing that could have happened happened. Mm -hmm. That show still kicked. Performance-wise, crowd energy-wise, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. everyone's been really right. into it. And and our tech team is great. Uh, the tech errors come because you're coming into a new venue yeah. every week. And right. some, and they just totally... Every day. People. Yeah, every day. You have to yeah. re-educate an entire group of people how the mics work, how these things work, when the music happens, what yeah. when the mu mics are muted, how the videos happen, where the things are going, how these distortion effects work. And mm -hmm. so really our sound check is an hour long and we it's only supposed to be half an hour long. We, we barely, barely get through what, what mm -hmm. needs to be tacked each yeah. time. We, it's uh, always an issue. We're attempting a show way beyond what we're charging for. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is like the, the, the ticket tier kind of decides like the budget and so I've learned a lot about the touring world, but like we're doing a 35 to 65, you know, as like the lowest mm -hmm. tier. And that that's like a basic concert. We are doing this multimedia variety show. Uh, and we're the, the show that we're attempting is just way beyond what we were budgeted for. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, I don't even know my thought here, but we are delivering so much more within these limited means than should mm -hmm. be possible. And you guys are also, you're doing meet and greets before the show? Yeah. Yeah, we do yeah. a meet and greet an hour before, like two hours before the show. Excitement and right, anticipation. Right. Well, you don't want to do it after the show. After yeah. the show, yeah. we're all sweaty and we have to pack up our costumes because the bus needs to start driving by 11 or midnight, especially <laughs> if there's a long drive. So that can get at the next city early enough so that everyone can start then setting up the stage. It's so unceremonious. It's we, very, we're just You, you finish the show, you're on top of the world, you got all this <laughs> adrenaline, and then you start neatly folding your costume, <laughs> putting it on the rack. Like yeah. the curtain's still open, people are screaming, and like we, we have these spray bottles where you, you don't have time to wash. All of our costumes are dry clean only. Mm -hmm. There's right. no time to clean them. Mm -hmm. So we are, are using this alcohol mist to kind of clean our costumes. It did not Basically clean. Basically just half sanitizes them. Yeah. Yours started to smell real funky. And right? by alcohol oh, mist, yeah. you mean straight vodka. It's just vodka. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it smells uh, an interesting kind of smell because the alcohol kills like 75% of the scent, but it doesn't kill something. <laughs> so over time, that one thing is the only prevailing element of smell that has, and it's like this weird sourness and like everybody's clothes smell horrible. <laughs> but it was funny because some of the roadies at one of the venues was like, I appreciate you guys uh, spraying your alcohol in your costumes. At least you're trying to make them not smell bad. <laughs> There's so many rock bands that come in here and like everything smells horrible. <laughs> Luckily, we have uh, several costume changes during the show. So we're mitigating how sweaty one individual item That's can true. get. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot. Some, some theaters are just boiling hot too. Like you get on stage. It's like, a very oh, shit, physical show. There's a lot of dance. I mean, we sweat sweat a lot yeah the first number is we're wearing plastic uniforms and dancing uh -huh. well we have big lights we have these lights from the 80s they're are they they're called car cans they're just cans cans uh, par cans par cans yeah. that's what it is mm. but they're like the big classic uh 
like rock of love lights that's just a wall of of orange that blasts and, and melts hot. your face they're torches if you touch like if you were to accidentally touch it you would get a huge wealth yeah. immediately they, they use these kind of lights as airplane headlights oh, oh is that that's yeah. what they are so some the name comes from they have a parabolic like mirror in the back yeah it's a parking yeah. parabolic oh yeah. how about that yeah. that makes more sense bright. than car cans, like, cars don't have cans. <laughs> there's one part in the opening of the show where basically we just blind the audience and it's <laughs> great because i can see everyone and i can see the whole audience going ah! <laughs> and we're like that's how we feel <laughs> Uh, but you asked about the meet and greets. Yeah, and we, we meet show. about 150 fans at every show for about an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really great. I mean, it's been very special to see up close all of these people that watch our videos yeah. that we're just, you know, we don't get to meet them online. So mm-hmm. this is, I mean, that's probably the best part about the tour is we get to actually meet the people who are watching our content every day. Yeah, a lot and of people, people have, have a lot of amazing stories. Yeah, stories of how our content impacted them positively or helped them through a difficult time, which is like, uh, you know, the more of those you get, the more it's like, whoa, this is a lot all at once. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, we've, but it's super special and I, meaningful and I, reminds I, us how, how special the community we have around our content is. I love how many um, mothers and daughters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who have said that, and, and also sometimes fathers and daughters who say that our videos have been the thing that has helped them bond with their teenager like that like they have a lot of differing interests obviously i think teenage and adults always have that butting heads but our videos specifically have been the thing they all watch together and they enjoy together and it's like their family like literally it's like oh yeah we're not allowed to watch videos without each other like it's a family awesome. thing it's like everybody come we're watching the try guys <laughs> video and it's like That's that is really so special special mm-hmm. to have that uh, we are impact. fucking family entertainment. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we keep joking that the show is family friendly. It's not. It's no. vile. But it is. <laughs> it is. It, 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 it is. It is. It's it just not, has a lot of swearing. It's not nasty. No. It's just right. we have some swear words. There's yeah. one moment in nasty. You you bring the nasty. <laughs> I make it nasty. You make it nasty. <laughs> it's just sure innuendo. It's yeah. <laughs> Uh, I also very exciting for you miles. I did text this to you, but there was a girl who we brought up on stage who had a custom-made miles nation shirt (laughs) I am so flattered. I think it's amazing. She messaged it to me on Instagram. Oh awesome And I was very impressed. It's good. There were so many knockoff try guys. Yeah It really makes me think we're doing something wrong with our our merch merch game There was like (laughs) like the first couple was like, oh, these are really cool and inventive and then I kept seeing them and I'm like like what's going on? This is the fifth I'm right, you're wrong, shut up shirt I've seen. I mm-hmm. guess we should make our own. Or people with like custom shorts where they ironed on our logo. Those were really cool. Yeah. Uh, the funniest was the first day, one of the first meet and greets we did, someone had uh, a, an old ampersand shirt we did, which was Keith and Ned and Zach and mm-hmm. Eugene, but it was a color and a font that we never sold and my name was spelled wrong. With a K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And, and it was the first knockoff I'd ever seen sold. A lot of people are making their own shirts which yeah. i think is very yeah, that's, that's cool adorable and, and cool yeah. uh, so like i bought it on etsy yeah, those, those <laughs> okay. less cool all right but the cool thing is we have uh some like tour exclusive hoodies oh, and so t-shirts dope. and stuff like we have this one that's like a rock and roll oh, like so 80s cool. tee with all the dates on the back and uh, kind of this like triangle uh like cartoon version of our faces that's all like dirty and messy well you know what it was is that it's so hip right now to wear like a Def Leppard shirt or like yeah. your 80s rock, but no one fucking listens to Def Leppard and don't tell me that you do. <laughs> Def Leppard 
No, so you don't. So we made our own we made Def, a Def Leppard, Leppard shirt. ACDC mm-hmm. shirt. But you listen to the Try Guys. You mm-hmm. watch the Try So yeah, it's super dope. And then we have these exclusive uh, like four color dip dye hoodies. So, mm-hmm. so they're like almost like tie dye, but in like kind of in stripes. And they're so bright and like almost translucent. And you can just see in the crowd, yeah. there's a whole swath of these new like uh, dip dye hoodies. They, they look so cool. Well, my favorite thing is, is that there's this, um, I, I don't know how it works, but like this unconscious herd decision where every night each city decides this is the shirt we're going to buy. So some nights, Keith talked about that moment where the park hands go off and you just see this like multicolored rainbow, like Mm -hmm. Lisa Frank uh, uh, pastiche in front of you. And then other nights, it's just a sea of black with rockers. (laughs) But like the the group decides tonight, we're buying colors. Tonight, we're Mm -hmm. buying rock Yeah, some nights like, oh, the color hoodie sold out. Like, oh, the rock t-shirt sold out. So we've been trying to adjust on the fly. We ordered more. Like we, Mm -hmm. we totally misestimated how much of what we should get but we just can't keep up because every night they change their mind mm-hmm. and we also have signed versions of the hidden power of fucking up right that's kind of our, our is that n- our number one new york times best-selling oh, book well, what wow. is, that right? is that right how about that but like it, i kind of feel weird that i'm not signing anything today because every every night we would sign the vip meet and greet posters mm-hmm. oh, bef- yeah. like you had to do that before 3 p.m. And then we signed then we would thousands sign. of these other things. Like yeah. literally thousands. Including the very exclusive book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, no, what blows my mind is that signatures are sexy again. No, there were years yeah. nobody, nobody wanted, signature. wanted signatures. It was all about the selfie. Hmm. Now people back on that shows? signature game. Mm-hmm. I've been like, you know, we talked about like meeting people out in the street when we're deliriously zombie walking to find the nearest coffee and or sustenance and people don't want selfies anymore some people just want signatures and i'm like really? you're out of your mind mm-hmm. uh, i signed someone's arm i'm gonna tell did, you what uh, oh my god i signed I a lot of people's arms i, I don't all got on the arm ever train. arm signing experience i think i started it i'm sorry i was like <laughs> i literally told them like, you do know you're this will fade away like this is pointless one girl wanted <laughs> me to tattoo? sign her forehead and her mom said no <laughs> <laughs> oh good mom that i would have done uh, but she did say yes to the arm <laughs> i uh i'm gonna go ahead and say i don't like signing bodies and i don't like signing fabric it's the the pen gives this resistance that you mm, can't yeah. have a fluidity to it and i can barely uh write in cursive as it is you have so. to do it very slow very like slow happens. and that's not how i yeah. sign i'm i'm a a fluid signer. Mm-hmm. I like signing uh, fabric because I just remember like so many signed t-shirts I had when I was a kid. Oh, it's like, cool. It's really cool to have. That's probably the, the single coolest item to have signed as a fan, right? A signed shirt. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Like a signed. My sister has a signed Rock Hannah Montana hoodie. shirt. Oh, wow. Did yeah. she sign oh, wow. it as I, you know, I was Miley. just thinking that. I think she signed it as Miley, but who knows? Huh. Well, do you think she had two different signatures? Absolutely, she did. You, you think absolutely? Absolutely, no she did. She was that, yeah. that was her whole shtick, because that she was Hannah and Miley. Well, so. that was the show's shtick. Well, but she did shows as Hannah. Like, yeah, around that time, shows. she did Hannah yeah. Montana concerts. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Which, honestly, I'll tell you what. I'm into an Ashley O 
concert. I don't know if you've seen that Netflix special, but I, I haven't. I've been she's gone been for performing three weeks. as Ashley O in her world tour that she's been doing. I follow Miley Cyrus on Instagram. That's awesome. It's wild, y'all. It's a crazy yeah. Instagram. She posts at least <laughs> twenty times a day. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Twenty posts a day. That's too much. It is wild. Yeah. And some are actually related. I love. I won't call out who it was, but there we did a food video once, and the woman who runs the restaurant had us all follow her, and she has a private Instagram. And I was like, "This is dope. I'm gonna be like, this is one of the hot restaurants in LA. You know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, I'll I'll whisper it to you off air. (laughs) And I was so amped because now I had like this in where I don't have to wait online. I'm gonna get hooked up with food every time I go. I'm in the door. But she posted. If Miley posts 20 times, she posts 30 times a day. And like the type of cuisine that they cook, it isn't always pretty. It's a lot of like curries and pastes and like just uh, not good looking, not well lit, very dimly dark. The gro- It's just imagine the grossest food photography you could possibly imagine uh, drowning your newsfeed. Man. Gorgeous. Just not styled at all. Just like it's awful looking. It, everything looks like you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. So That's I awful. had to unfollow her and now I can't go back to that restaurant. Oof. Yeah, it's rough. Yikes. I think I know which one it is now. Yeah. I don't think I had the pleasure of following such beautiful food photography. Ugh, it was bad. Their food is incredible. It's not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, well, well, we guys. This up? <sighs> well, you know, when we were out on the road, we were just all on our own and I kind of wish that I had someone to turn to for advice. You know, well, yeah, I, I, I felt like that. I had nobody. <gasps> oh, you know what? I screenshotted a tweet. Normally, we do this dumb little intro to Miles' section, but someone <laughs> tweeted at me a possible intro, and I'm going Ooh. to sing it for you oh, guys. Oh, please. This oh, is from at H. Quinn. Y'all need this to be the theme song for at Miles Bond on the tripod. Mm. When the world's not so nice and you need some advice, Bon signore. Why'd you sound oh, like that? Oh, I see. When I the world's not so nice <laughs> yeah. and you need some advice, Bon signore. This is... I'd be public domain, too. Advice <laughs> that will go for Miles with Miles. Bon signore. What's up, Miles Nation? It's a thing. The thing, my mother-in-law mentioned it. <laughs> Thank you told me that. that you stopped saying Jake Paulers? <laughs> yeah, I've created okay. a brand. You gotta create your own brand. You Do you want to be a chill, laid-back guy or gal? <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Do you want to have the relaxation of the Buddha or Socrates? Oh I thought I missed you, but uh-huh. now oh, I'm, I am. I'm so in. <laughs> chill, chill boys and gals? Yeah. Buy the more convenient flight. Uh huh. Uh huh. If you are looking at several flights yes. and one of them is a hundred dollars cheaper, let's call it three fifty, and there's two layovers and it's at a weird time, it's not direct and all that shit. I'm not made of money. Well, yeah, you're not made of money, but you know when you're gonna wish you're you were made of money. You're also not made of time, and you, you're not made of time. Wow. And also, if wow. you take the flight that's a hundred dollars more, but it's two direct flights, it's at a better time. Your life's more convenient. When you have to wake up at five a.m. to get to the airport, you're gonna wish you could spend twenty five dollars. <laughs> Right, you're gonna be like, oh, you know what? I wish I could spend twenty five dollars just to get me there at the better time. Then when you're in that layer, you're you know like, you know what? I wish I could spend another twenty five dollars <laughs> just to be back on that plane, baby. Or like Full now I have to eat because yeah. I have nothing to do, mm-hmm. so I guess I'll go eat an mm-hmm. overpriced thing from twenty dollar airport McDonald's. meal. Yeah, that's but right. I think that, that that's a good advice. I'd say that you're gonna do the 
worst time Uber mm-hmm. on both ends of it, mm-hmm. and you're going to have two times an airport, which yeah. means you're going to buy something. Oh, I'm a place. I'm a big Burbank fan, but I oh. feel like the oh, price yeah. is like around a be... hundred dollars, right? Like because yeah. to go take a rideshare to LAX, it's fifty dollars. But oh, for if Burbank, Bur- it's mm-hmm. maybe. If you're in LA, 15. if the Burbank flight option is within a hundred dollars, you take it. You take the sometimes, oftentimes it's like four hundred dollars more, yeah. which yeah. is crazy, and well, then you can't do it. We just flew back from Cleveland on a, a stop in Dallas, and I was <sighs> thinking to myself, "Oh, can we seriously not get a nonstop here?" But mm. the nonstop flight was three hundred dollars more. Right. The layover That's was about forty-five minutes. Then it's worth it. Yeah. Hey, yes, it flew into LAX, but I was like, that's kind sense. of the border where maybe the money's worth the so is that extra your, time. Is that your threshold? Like, what what is the num- uh, the n- money amount that you will do the layover? Well, hundred dollars. I'll, I'll never do two stops unless I'm really going no. somewhere. I don't think far I've away, ever. But I, it'll. I'll usually drive oh, to stops. the destination. Where did you do two, two stops, stops too? Because you have a, you've mostly or you've only flown domestic. It was a nightmare. No, (laughs) I flew from Chicago to, and I needed to get to South Carolina, and I flew to New York, to Charlotte, I think I then, and then flew into Savannah, and then Savannah is the closest airport, but it's still an hour drive, so I was so sad, and I started, I think my first flight was like five in the morning, and then I landed at like eight at night, and it was just awful. It's never worth it. The two stops. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. just take two days of travel at that point. I've just flown spend on, some yeah. time in the city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've flown on a seaplane to a helicopter to a glacier, and even that was only one layover. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to. I, my friend's getting married in November, so I have to go to his bachelor party, and I have to go to like his wedding, and they're all on the East Coast, and so like. I'm of the mind that if I have to go somewhere for a weekend, I'm definitely doing direct. I'm not going to do more than one stop. And like, yeah. it has to be as convenient as possible. One, also total time. Like Cleveland right. to LA was fine with the one hour yeah. layover. I think it was, what, seven hours compared to five and a half yeah, hours? Yeah, not like a big it's... deal. But when I fly to New York, I'm checking that that mm-hmm. nonstop mm-hmm. box on kayak. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm only going but direct. So when you fly to New York, there's so many like, Really, relatively great priced options for a nonstop flight. You can usually get three hundred dollar flights. LA to New York depends when you're going. Here's my Thanksgiving really fucks you. Here's my (laughs) hot tip: if you're doing the kayak game or one of those sites, those Mm -hmm. sites do not use Alaska Airlines, Mm -hmm. JetBlue Airlines, and Southwest Airlines. You need to look those up yourself. Alaska? They don't always. So not all of them use those. So if you want to make sure you're double checking, use those airplanes. Especially, I got a vouch from my boy JetBlue. JetBlue has gotten so dreamy yeah. over the last few years. I Some of them sworn that yes, the old planes sites, out of Burbank though. are not necessarily the best. But their most old of the planes, planes are, good. are garbage. But but Zach, but you the can new fly plane. from Burbank to New York. Yeah, on a on a air coffin with no TVs. You guys got any uh, plans for the fourth? Yes, uh, I'm going to Santa Barbara with Ariel and Wes. You're going mm. away. I'm so excited. Oh, that's the last that's thing. Not I that do far though. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's what are you talking one. about? You got a nice miniature golf course up there. If you, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for a little bit of family fun, there's a nice uh, little uh, miniature golf am. course up there. I'm I mean, I met, that was the hardest part about tour for me is missing Ariel and Wes. I mean, sometimes I would even, as I'm tr- struggling to fall asleep, I'd like look at videos of Wes on the baby monitor, <laughs> uh, so I can just kind of like. I don't know, feel connected and it kind of is relaxing just to watch a baby sleep. It's very mm-hmm. cute. What was uh, um, what was your reunion with Wes like? Oh, well, actually, so I got home 
uh, and Ariel had taken Wes for a walk down the block, and so I was like, kind of like, wait, where are they? I'm confused. <laughs> oh, that's like, so sad. It looked like like her phone and her wallet and like a, a glass of white wine. She'd been there. raptured. It looked like she'd been raptured. I'm like, where are they? I don't understand. Because uh, I was home like, you know, five ten minutes early, and uh, so I'm looking around. I'm like, well, I, maybe she took him for a walk. And so then I look down the block and I see them walking forward. And so I'm just like, there they are. And I start uh, yeah. running down the sidewalk and then I just give them a Is the soldiers returning from more yeah. viral videos that we yeah. that you love? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I teared up. It was it was a, of course. a long time to be away. Mm. But we, my little doggy went nuts. His butt was wiggling all over the house. He could not believe yeah. That yeah. I was home, and Maggie Bean. too. <laughs> Maggie was wiggling her butt all <laughs> over. Of course, yeah. she did the same She, thing. she, she yeah. rubs herself on the carpet and rolls around. <laughs> it's like totally. Uh, it's a little much. I will say that Ariel cute. left Bean in the front yard. So. <laughs> 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 she was like only gone for a couple of minutes. But I got home, I'm like, oh, hello, Bean, <laughs> and then nobody else was there. It was good to be home. Good, good to, to be see home. Becky. I'm gonna go yeah. see Sean Mendes this weekend. It's hey. gonna be a nice oh, long yeah. weekend. I'm Tell Sean we it. say hello. I hope I do get to say hello to him. I don't know. Can you just uh, stay at home, say? I'm, yeah, I mean, we have some plans. I'm going to go see Mad Max. Very excited for that. Mm. Hollywood forever. But I'm just trying to chill. We've got nine days off, and then we're back on the road. Well, then, hilariously, we have VidCon in the middle of this. So, yeah. actually, we will yeah, see some of you guys. Uh, we're going to be doing a live podcast oh, yeah. at VidCon. Hey, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Come check out the tripod live at that'll, VidCon. That'll be, uh, I'm sure, its own form of nuts. Mm -hmm. But I'm just, for these next nine days, I'm trying to take it easy. I'm going to do a lot of self-care. Going to mm -hmm. get a little massage. Mm -hmm. Going to eat some good food. And I'm just going to kick it with Maggie. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. Nice. I'm doing a little uh, Big Little Lies tour going up to Monterey. Ooh, I'm watching that show nice. right now. Yeah, me too. Just finished episode two. It was crazy. Crazy. I'm, I'm crazy yeah, season one? No, season two. Oh, okay. I haven't got hopped on season by here. Oh. Meryl's great. It, she's great. She's terrifying. But you haven't watched season two yet? No. And you're going to Monterey to, for a big little live story? But I have really gotten into Bloodline. I don't know if you guys <laughs> watched that show from a couple years ago. No. Well, <laughs> now it's time for my favorite part of the show, Zach's least favorite. <laughs> All of our tour dates, if you want to come see the Try Guys live on tour, check us out starting July 10th in San Jose, California, July 14th in San Diego, California, July 18th in Irvis, Irving, Texas, July Outside 19th in San Antonio, Texas, July 20th in Austin, Texas, July 21st in Houston, Texas, July 23rd in Atlanta, Georgia, July 25th in Washington, D.C., July 26th in New York, New York at the Beacon Theater. Yeah. July 27th, Boston, Massachusetts. And July 28th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the Met. Guys, I'm not kidding. Like the show, if you've seen the show, you know how good it is. Mm. If you haven't seen the show yet, you don't know. And if you've also seen the show, if you've seen the show also, it's only gotten better. These last shows are going to be so fucking dope, especially that last block. I mean, actually all of them. I don't want to pit shows against each other, but... They're all going to be amazing. We, Boston's almost sold out. Boston, and there, we and have will be fire there. Six, <laughs> Sixteen tickets left in Boston, uh, right down the street from where I went to college. I'm so amped for that. Yep. New York is on my birthday in the fucking Beacon Theater. New York, DC also almost sold out. Uh, so, DC is going to be rocking. Uh, we've still got. We're, we're doing these four shows in Texas, so a bunch of tickets left there. If you want to come see us, I'm just come see us multiple times. Every night's different. It's going to be so dope. Mm. I can't wait. I, you know, it's funny when we were on the to on the road. All we wanted to do was get home, but now that we're home, I'm like, I'm excited to get back on that road. <laughs> oh yeah, for yeah. sure. It's a fun show. That rock and roll life, baby. Mm. Anyway, this has been the tripod. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Until then, Keith, 
Hit us with the official tripod theme song. Thanks for listening to the tripod tonight. Yeah. Until next time, stay beautiful. And, and Eugene's not here to say that we should do better. So that was it. We did it. Yeah, perfect we podcast. Did it. Wow, a perfect, perfect podcast. A perfect yes. ending. Yes. Leave us a review. Five stars.